Hello and thank you for checking out the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network, a proud partner of the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish student-driven content to share with the world. This network empowers students to become content creators for all different types of digital mediums. For more student-ran podcasts, blogs, artwork, and content, please check out the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network at www.hvspn.com. The opinions represented within the digital content are those of the content creators. Now please, enjoy the following podcast episode. Welcome to my AP Biology Thoughts Podcast. My name is Shreer Karthik Betson and I'm your host for episode number 110 called Unit 6, Gene Expression and Regulation. Today we will be discussing the mechanisms used by cells to increase or decrease the production of specific gene types and how this fits into the overarching unit. We will begin by going over a few helpful terms and ideas to provide context for the topic of gene expression and regulation, which is a pretty broad topic as a whole. A gene consists of a string of DNA hidden in a cell's nucleus, and what we will unpack is how it knows when to express itself and cause the production of a string of amino acids called a protein. The overall process is that a string of DNA is expressed to make RNA. Then, something called mRNA is translated from nucleic acid coding to protein coding to form a protein. In terms of regulation, genes can't control an organism on their own, so they must interact with and respond to the organism's environment. Some genes are always on, regardless of environmental conditions, and these genes are among the most important elements of the genome because they control the ability of DNA to replicate, express itself, repair itself, and perform processes such as protein synthesis. Overall, regulated genes are needed occasionally and get turned on or off. Regulation differs between prokaryotes and eukaryotes because in prokaryotes, most regulatory proteins are negative and turn genes off. In eukaryotes, cell-to-cell differences are determined by expression of different sets of genes. This means that an undifferentiated fertilized egg looks and acts much different from a skin cell, a neuron, or a muscle cell because of differences in the genes each cell expresses. In the next segment, we will go into further detail the specific processes involved in expression and regulation. Gene expression begins with transcription, which makes mRNA, and the overall process is the same in both prokaryotes and eukaryotes. Prokaryotes lack a nuclear envelope, and eukaryotes use an extra step called RNA processing, where RNA is edited and introns are edited out and exons are spliced together. It is catalyzed by RNA polymerase, which separates DNA strands and links RNA nucleotides at the three prime end. And as a side note, prokaryotes have one type of polymerase and eukaryotes have three. Transcription is initiated when RNA polymerase binds to promoter and unwinds the DNA strands. The initiation site and a small sequence after are recognized by transcription factors, which are proteins that bind to promoter and guide RNA polymerase to bind to the Tata box. Then mRNA carries the genetic code and mRNA itself is a series of codons. In eukaryotes, mRNA processing works by the five prime end getting a GTP cap and the three prime end getting a poly A tail. Also a spliceosome complex of SNRNPs and a protein work together to cut out introns which are intruding codons and splice the exons which are expressed codons together. Following transcription, translation occurs in the ribosome after mRNA brings the genetic code 
and it is when tRNA brings the amino acid and the ribosome is able to be completely assembled. Translation is initiated by a small subunit of the ribosome which binds to a recognition site on the mRNA. An anticodon of tRNA initiator binds to a star codon. The next part of translation is elongation, in which the anticodon of the next tRNA binds to a codon at the A site, and the polypeptide bonds the second amino acid onto the first amino acid, and this process repeats until a stop codon is reached. Finally, termination is when the stop codon reaches the A site, and a release factor frees the tRNA from the P site, which disconnects the polypeptide, causing everything to separate. After translation, the protein is modified in ways such as the amino acid can be cut off, the protein folds, or sugars and lipids are added, which create glycoproteins and glycolipids. Mutations can also occur, which are changes in DNA sequences or the genome. Gene regulation involves promoters, which are nucleotide sequences where RNA polymerase binds to initiate transcription, uprons, which are a cluster of related genes with a common metabolic pathway, which are controlled by a master switch, an operator, which is a DNA sequence to which the repressor binds, regulatory gene, which codes to a repressor protein, a repressor, which is a protein that binds to the operator and blocks RNA polymerase, and a co-repressor, which is a small molecule that binds to the repressor. Two types of operons are the tryptophan operon, which codes for the production of tryptophan, which is amino acid. It is repressible, which means the pathway products, which is the operon off. There's also the lac operon, which codes for proteins needed for take-up and metabolism of lactose, and it is inducible, which means that the pathway is switched on by the nutrient it causes. Overall, gene expression and regulation is so significant because genes encode for proteins and dictate cell function. The thousands of genes expressed in a particular cell determine what that cell can do, which allows for life processes to occur and be able to help an organism function. It also creates variation, which allows for differences in the expression of genes that accounts for phenotypic differences between organisms. The regulation of gene expression conserves energy in space, and it would require a significant amount of energy for an organism to express every gene at all times. So it is more energy efficient to turn on the genes only when they are required. Thank you for listening to this episode of My AP Biology Thoughts. For more student-ran podcasts and digital content, make sure that you visit www.hvspn.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed.